Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Kyle Rocks Out Show. I'm Kyle. Um, as always, you can find all my stuff at allmylinks.com slash Out. You can find my Twitter handle, my Instagram handle uh, for my Kyle Rocks Out Show feed. Uh, you can also follow my personals at Kyle Rocks Out. How's everybody doing? What is up? Um, it really sucks not going to a show, doesn't it? It just really sucks. Um... Shows have been postponed and everything. The venues have been shut down since March. Um, what the hell, right? Um, I mean, you know, if it was a Saturday night, I would be at a show. If it was like a Tuesday night, I would still be at a show. So right now, venues are facing tough, tough times. It's really crazy, guys. It's really crazy. But um, I do know a website um, that has been around since the pandemic has started. Um... It's called NEVA. It's the National Independent Venue Association. Um, and you can find that at SaveOurStages.com. Um, basically, this website is about basically saving your venues. Um, you can uh, take action. There's a button called Take Action. And you can send an email to Congress. You can find your support with Save Our Stages. Um, this is a, re- a really great organization. Uh, and I, I meant to uh, point this out earlier in... Uh, when the show started, um, it's a, it's a great organization, a lot of artists, a lot of, uh, re- uh, record labels, uh, everybody is really behind this, it's amazing, and, um, hopefully the CARES Act will pass very, very soon for our venues to recover, so we can open that shit up, and we can enjoy concerts again, that'd be awesome, uh, but this is a really great website, um, I know, uh, the senators and and all of them here in Colorado are supporting that as well, which is great. Um, but I mean, you know, enough is never enough. So, uh, go to this website, saveourstages.com, uh, take action, send the email, uh, share share this with your friends, um, and let's save our freaking venues. Um, I know, like, you know, I I would love to go to a show right now if I could. Um. But it's just crazy how everything has been, you know, just weird and, you know, it's it's crazy. But also, wear your mask because that can also prevent us from enjoying stuff. So, um, we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, besides talking about SaveOurStages.com, so go to that if you want to. Um, we are going to be talking with Casey Jack. He is a photographer slash musician, I guess, slash uh, semi-famous actor. You'll see why in the interview. Um, but uh, he's a really great guy. Um, he's also working alongside with Jessica Day for Being a Girl's Hardcore. Um, you remember her from our first episode. Um, he's uh, worked alongside with her, like taking pictures you know, of her team and, and all that great stuff. It's, uh, it's awesome. He's a great guy. Um, and we'll talk about all his ventures and music and movies and <laughs> it's great. So, uh, yeah, let's get, let's get into the show with, uh, the soundtrack. If you're interested in being in the soundtrack, all you gotta do is email me, out 21 at yahoo.com. You can send me the info and MP3 format of your band or if you're an artist. Um, I love local and global uh, upcoming and uh, 
unsigned artists and bands. So if you're if you're that in that category, um, send your stuff in. Uh, KyleRocksOut21 at Yahoo.com. Um, I love to hear that stuff. Um, and I can't wait what to hear. So, uh, first off in the soundtrack, uh, we got new music from Giga Doogie. <laughs> that's, that's a tough name to pronounce, but her actual name, uh, spells G-E-A-B-A-D-O-O-G-E-E, uh, Giga Doogie. Um, you probably heard of her, uh, under the label Dirty Hit, which is from the 1975 uh, I seen her on the Unity tour uh, with Claro. Uh, absolutely talented musician. Um, she's great. Um, she has been around for a while. Um, she has you know some few EPs out, some albums. Uh, check it out. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter, Instagram under the same handle. Um, and she's absolutely awesome. Uh, I actually spoke with her last time she was in Denver. Um, and she actually loves Denver in the States. So that's pretty cool. Uh, she's uh, based in, uh, I think, the UK, uh, obviously, because of the 1975. Um, she was supposed to be on tour this year with the 1975. But they have postponed that tour as well. Or I think they just canceled it. But... Um, Sad day. But uh, she's a really talented musician. You should check her out. Um, we do have a new song from her. It's called Care. And it's on the Cow Rocks Out show. It's been a while since I've talked about it. Maybe it's time to cooperate. I need some help to.
Next on the soundtrack, we got a band called Goodbye Aurora, um, a local band from Denver, Colorado. Um, you can follow them on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle. And these guys actually kick ass. Uh, and the song that we're about to play is called Sleep Talk, and it's on the Kyle Rocks Out show.
Regrets we made soon will fade away But I hope to God that you miss me if you want to be featured on the Kyle Rocks Out show, uh, email me at kyrocksout21 at yahoo.com, and you can be featured on the soundtrack. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we will be talking to Casey Jack when we come back. We've come so far, so far from where we were before, and we were colliding.
It's uh, the Car Rocks Out show, and I'm here with Casey Jack, and he's a what up? photographer slash videographer, or are you just a photographer? Uh, I do a little bit of video here and there. Uh, photography is more of my my strong suit, so try to try to stick with that. But I do some video here and there. So, uh, and you you do um, photography for concerts. How many concerts have you shot so far? Yeah, no, it's, um, I, I started doing photography for my work. I am the marketing manager for an AVL company, audio video lighting company. So um, kind of started off doing photos for the, the systems that my company was installing. And since they're live audio video lighting systems, it translated to doing concerts. And I've always kind of been plugged into the music scene here in Denver. And so, um, yeah, some of my... At, at the first the first show I did was a friend of mine um he's actually a co-worker as well CJ Welch he has a band called Tolstoy Ooh. and uh they asked me to uh shoot their one of their their EP release shows and so I was like cool I've never done a concert before took that and now I've shot Hawthorne Heights Emory that was a cool show um I've done some photography for a lot of local bands Overslept uh Longburn um wall of the fallen so a lot of a lot of different genres a lot of different stuff but yeah i that's kind of my my passion is 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 photography for for live shows so nice nice and you take like really good shots too like i've seen a couple of them like i think it was like the last ones you had before covid happened and like they are absolutely stunning like <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> well thanks yeah i appreciate that um yeah no i um I honestly like I what I do is I just like I follow a bunch of photographers that I really like and I'm just like now how can I do what they're doing and then just try to do it and put my own little flair on it and I think that's really the best that we can do is just see what we like try to make what we like and uh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> but and, thanks and I appreciate it yeah dude like I well it's funny because like you know I had Jessica on on the very first episode and like, mm -hmm. you know, we, I, I think you heard it, like, you know, we were talking about you like every single second. And I'm like, man, I need, get, <laughs> I need to get this guy on the show. And, you know, and it's really cool because you are working alongside with Jessica for Being a Girl is Hardcore. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, no, I've, uh, I've, Jessica and I have been friends for, for a while. She, I think I met her like when she was, I think she was like 16 when we met because I was playing in The Coast is Ours. And that was when oh, yeah. I like moved back to Colorado after living in California for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but I, um, so I've known her for a while. And so when she said that she was doing this organization, I was, I was just like, that's awesome. That's so cool. Let me know in any way that I can support, if I can take pictures, if I can, mm -hmm. you know, do product shots, if I can do promo shots, if I can do whatever, whatever it takes to to help you you know, get this off the ground. I'm here for it. Um, cause it's just, I think it's, I think it's really, really great that she is starting something like this. I think it's absolutely needed to, mm -hmm. to address, you know, sexual assault, um, issues within the, the Denver music scene. And it's interesting because it's, I've seen, it's, I don't, it's, I don't know if it's been corresponding with it or because of it or what, mm -hmm. but since, since, being a girl is hardcore has come out i've noticed a huge uptick in people getting called out in the denver scene for really really you know bad nasty stuff like sexual assault rape and all that stuff and it's like it's it's finally getting called out and i think that's that's really important um 
So any, any place to, to have a safe space to, to share those stories and share those feelings is um, definitely needed. So I'm glad I can support her in that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Same here. I know like I was all down for it uh, when I had her on the show. Um, even when she like first like said something about it, she was like creating this organization. I was like, yo, this is, this is actually good. It's good for the scene. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm actually really surprised that a lot of people have came out ever since like she has started her organization. Um, mm-hmm. It could be because of that. Um, I know like even before the organiz- or, uh, organization started, um, I mean, it's, um, I mean, there are some call outs here and there, but I think it's more, mm-hmm. it has progressed more and more. Um, how, how do you feel about like, as far as like music goes and bands and artists? Uh, being called out and stuff like I mean does that change your perspective with oh I'm not gonna listen to this band anymore or you know I'm not gonna associate with this artist um yeah yeah Yeah, that's uh that's a big one that's really tricky um I think that there is a lot of it that has to do with like how the person responds to being called out if Mm -hmm. they are immediately on the defense or if they're they're coming out and like actively going against the person that accused them like that's a pretty big issue if they kind of come out apologetic, but aren't super sincere. I don't know. It kind of, so it really respond. It's, it's kind of based on how they respond um, to it. But also I think, you know, like, like there's stuff about like Michael Jackson, like stuff's come out about him that has been really, really damning. And like, right. what do you do about that? Like he's dead. Like where can you take that? And so I think, I think that there is a line between separating the art and the artist. And I think, that you can't really tread that line very carefully because I think there's oftentimes that you just have to be like, no, this dude really messed up. They're mm-hmm. done. Unless like some kind of big miraculous thing comes out and, and he comes out as saying like, I, to, you know, make amends, I'm doing this, this and that. And I don't know, but I think, I think that there's also has to be room for, for people to improve and for people to get better because if we're living in a world where people are set in, in the place that they are and they can't become better human beings, then I don't know. That's, that's kind of a, a I don't think I would want to live in a place where, where no one could become better, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and I, it's weird. Cause like, you know, once I found like, you know, all these accusations, like I know there's uh, been recent ones like from simple plan, I think uh, I've seen that one on Twitter um and swimmers was recently as well like i mean it's just mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting because like i listen to all these bands and then all the accusations comes out you're like man should i even listen to pop punk anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's interesting and and uh and i think you know there there's always there's always the idea that yes you you want to make sure that that everything you know had there's validity to it but also to say like you know very very few few times are are women coming out against these and they're faking it there's not that's not a very often occurrence so mm-hmm. um so it's it's one thing to just to like to really believe the 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 people who are coming out and the women who are coming out and saying that these things have happened um but also yeah i mean it's it's just it's a tough it's a tough situation all around so it's i think it's something to talk about i think that's the biggest thing is is if it's something that you're dealing with, if it's something that you're struggling with, um, people around you, you know, being friends with your accuser or people, people being friends with 
the the people who have assaulted you like reaching out and being like hey i feel really uncomfortable because you're still friends with these people like have those conversations like have those tough conversations because that's the only way that these things are gonna get better Mm -hmm. at all yeah and and i agree um i know recently um i won't say any like names i'll keep anonymous but i know Mm -hmm. jessica from being a girl's hardcore love jessica we all love her um, I mean, I know, mm-hmm. I remember she told me recently, you know, that I was following somebody that wasn't like, um, you know, allowed in the scene, uh, which was actually pretty cool because I didn't even know I was following this person and, you know, whatnot. So that was actually good. So I think it feels great to, you know, talk about it as well. Like, you know, let people know, hey, um, I kind of feel like you should unfollow this person because this, 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 mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, yeah, I'm kind of glad that, you know, you know, uh, friends, you know, that have each other's backs like that is really cool. Um, so I'm kind of glad that Jessica made this organization and, you know, involving me and you in it, which is really cool, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and that's, and I think that's, that's really, you know, what it comes down to is being open to, you know, having people reach out and say, hey, this is making me uncomfortable and to not react in a defensive way and not react in a way that says, oh, well, I'm going to do what I want, but to be empathetic towards people. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't know what anyone really has gone through. You only know what you've gone through and, and what people have told you. And so there's people who live stories that, that they never tell. And so mm-hmm. it's just easier to come out being empathetic towards them and, and trying to, to feel for, for them and where they are. Um, and I think that being a girl is hardcore has a really, really cool potential to create a very safe space for people to do that, to, to have those conversations. So mm-hmm. yeah, go Jessica. <laughs> dude, for real, dude, like she, you know, after this interview, I'm going to like text and be like, yo, we were talking all about you this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Three fourths of the podcast was basically talking about Jessica. So <laughs> seriously. <laughs> well, what's cool because like, you know, you're also involved in that project, which, you know, I wanted to bring it up because like, you know, it's it's big. We're still, you know, I still have her link on my information page and all that, you know, because it's very important. I support it all the way. Um, I do want to go back to what you were saying about being in the coast as ours. Um, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know you were in that band. I I followed that band for a while, and like I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So in the uh, many iterations of the Coast is Ours, I uh, I played bass for them. Um, from I was the second bass player for the Coast is Ours. Um, but I worked with Austin Dan at Guitar Center for a couple months when I moved back uh, from California. Oh, okay. And so that's where we met, and they were kind of doing some things, and they they played the Denver warp tour date that year and uh, I was like slinging merch for them and mm-hmm. and uh at warp tour so that was super fun and then a couple months later they were like hey our bass player's out do you want to be in the band and you want to play bass for us and I was like yeah sure and they're like cool so in a week we're shooting a music video here's the song learn it and then we're gonna have you in the music video so I was like cool I guess it's really official um and so yeah so I was uh, I was a bass player for them for um what was the what was the album we really near was that was that what it was called i think that's what it was called i'm gonna look it up right I, now <laughs> i can't remember because like I, I i was listening to them for a while then like they just kind of drifted off a little bit and i was just like oh well, i guess they're over <laughs> yeah it was uh um yeah yeah near that's what it was called okay, oh, okay. i'm okay. not going crazy so yeah we uh we wrote a, a whole album um we we played we did we played like the the warp tour date 
in the Denver Warped Tour date, I think the year after that, or like two years after that, I don't know, but we all got like commemorative tattoos because it was the 21st Warped Tour and it was, you know, fun times, but yeah, yeah. I miss Warped Tour, man. <laughs> it's like, God. I know. I didn't really go to that many. I, I played that one and then I went to like two others in like the last couple of years, I never went in like high school and I was, I don't know why I never went to work tour until mm. like it was pretty much done. So, but it was cool. Cause at that point, all the old bands that were playing when I was in high school were like playing their 15 year, 10 year reunion shows. So it was, True. it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of 15 year shows that one year. Oh my God. Like I remember going I know. to like, and it, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, and it's great because now I'm not like a broke high school student. I can actually like afford to go to the shows that I wanted to go to. So mm -hmm. that 15 year anniversary year was was a good year. You, you kind of sound like me. I know like back in like, I think it was like 2010 uh, is when I first started like going to like a lot of shows because I didn't get to go like during middle school and high school. Uh, <laughs> so I was like going to show after show. I seen a lot of bands I, I didn't get to see back then. So I was like, ah, this feels so nice. <laughs> it feels so nice <laughs> to have your own money and just like buy concert tickets. And you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go. Let's go. Let's do it. It's it's true. There's something so rewarding about being like, yes, I don't care. Charge those fees. Nine dollars for it. Oh, that's whatever. Charge it. I'm going to this show. <laughs> <laughs> but the fees are getting ridiculous, though, dude. Like, I remember, like, before COVID, like, we were having, like, $15 fees and $20 fees. I was just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> and then I feel like Ticketmaster and, like, some other companies got sued for all these extra fees. And then they're yeah. like, okay, we won't do all the extra fees. And then they still do all the extra fees, but they're like, well, we tell you kind of what they are now, so it's mm. not illegal. <laughs> like, okay, that's like, we'll fine. take this away, but then we'll we'll just lay it out here for. <laughs> so I've just accepted it. It's that's just how it is. <laughs> so, um, how are you how are you doing during this pandemic, man? Like, how how's I mean, obviously you're working, but like, how does it feel not to like photograph for concerts or anything? I mean, how's that feel? It's, it was nice because I had a ton of photos to like catch up on editing and I was like, great, I'm not taking any pictures now. I can edit all these photos that I haven't been editing for the last two months. Wow. Um, so that was cool. But um, yeah, now that it's, and, and like, I, I am 100% aware that I'm like, it's cool because I get to work from home and I don't have to worry about like my income going away. So I'm like very privileged in, in the place that I sit. Um, but man, it sucks. Mm -hmm. It sucks not being able yeah. to go out to shows or like getting, getting like a, a, a DM from a band that's like, Hey, I'm playing a show. We're playing a show this weekend. You want to come out and take pictures of us and, um, getting to shoot at new venues, getting to go to, to new venues and, and, uh, figure out the best spots to shoot from and, um, and just meeting a lot of cool people out there. So mm -hmm. it's, um, that's been really tough. And I didn't realize that it was, it's such a present part in my life mm. until I wasn't doing it anymore you know yeah like that's what I noticed too like you know just going to concerts just like you know you I mean because like I I've been a concert girl forever and then like after like not going to concerts it's like man like you know it's a Saturday night I would be going to like uh, a sleep on it show or something like like you know <laughs> right like like marquee show or you know summit like any of those venues you know, always have concerts going like 
I'm like, oh, it's Friday night. I would have been at Emo night or something. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Much, it's man. it's weird. And like, I'm realizing like, I'm that's I'm, I'm like, how much of my social life is going out to shows? And it's a lot of it. It turns yeah. out, turns yeah. out at this point, a lot of my social life is going out to shows and hanging out with people at shows. So, oh, yeah. um. But also, uh, we're not hanging out with people all that often at, at this point anyway. So um, so I think everyone's social life has just died in, in, a, in a pretty major way anyway. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, so it's been, it's been interesting for sure. Yeah, because like, I know like my social life has been really nothing. <laughs> <laughs> my social life like, consists of like, getting ready for school, watching Netflix and all that. And it's like, uh, I guess I'll just hang out with myself. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much at this point yeah no I am uh yeah now that I have a a long distance girlfriend living in Philadelphia it has that has enhanced my social life twofold now I'm talking to someone <laughs> on a regular basis so that's cool dude okay we gotta talk about this because like it was <laughs> it was all over Twitter like it was a random thing I just seen this girl looks like Emma Stone and like it's like a, <laughs> Tell us about what, like, how that happened, like, and, like, it actually proves that long-distance relationships work. <laughs> you know, if you find the right person, and it just, it it makes it, but also, yeah, airplane tickets are super cheap right now as well, <laughs> right. so you throw a mask on, you can, you can social distance pretty well at this point on an airplane, mm-hmm. and they're not booking up, um, so that's been nice, but, uh, yeah, so, super super crazy story um that involves um my background acting career as Mm -hmm. the uh the bass player in album the chipmunks the squeak wool um (laughs) but she yeah so i was just on twitter and this girl super cute girl like posted this picture that was like hey any celebrities want to date me hosier if you're available Mm-hmm. you know hit up my dms and i was like well i'm not hosier but uh i was the bass player at the chipmunks and the uh the chipettes band and alvin and the chipmunks the squeakle <laughs> um so if that appeals to you let me know um and she actually thought i was joking and she was like that's so funny why would anyone choose alvin and chipmunks and then the squeakle of all the movies mm-hmm. and then i was like no yeah no here's my imdb page and here's pictures of me in the movie um so it's not a joke, but I'm glad that it got your attention. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, long story short, we started chatting. We started video chatting. And I was like, hey, I think I'm going to come out to Philadelphia and visit you. And uh, I did. And now we're, she's my girlfriend. And she's actually probably going to be moving out to Denver the next couple uh, months or so. So what? <laughs> I know it's crazy. What? It's uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's been a whirlwind of uh, of the last couple a couple last couple months. Oh my gosh! Even in this pandemic, you can find love. <laughs> you can. Strange backstories, um, but it's there. You can find. I think we oh. disconnected. Oh, okay. Hold on. We're back. We're back. Woo! Okay. We're good. Dude. Are we good? Yeah. Looks okay. like we're good. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Okay. No, we're good. Anyways, <laughs> I, saw um, it. I was like, oh. 
No, uh, but even in this pandemic, you can find love. Like, for our listeners out there, you can find love in this pandemic. So do not lie when you say... Exactly. That's... <laughs> you can find it. It's out there. That's it. You, were, you, you just got to find the right channels, you know? If it's Twitter, if it's a random backstory about you being in a movie, like, whatever is... It's there. You just got to find it. That's all, yeah. you know? Like, people shouldn't lie. It's like... Or, you know, you know what's really funny, though? Like, um, depending on like what people like and whatnot, like if you ask somebody out, I mean, like now it's like, hey, you want to go out with me? And they're like, oh uh, yeah, we can do like a virtual date, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, this Which is the, um, the way the world comes to now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a it's a really it's a really interesting world. Um, and having having met the person that I'm now dating, um. Mm via the internet and and our first time seeing each other was through video chat it's oh, very wow. interesting but hey it's 2020 right it's the future dude i mean like we're not we don't have flying cars yet but we will soon <laughs> hopefully that is i think that is my biggest like qualm with the future like we are in the future right now Kids in the 1950s were like, what's going to happen in the year 2000? And they're like, flying cars. And we're like, no, it's 2020, and that still has not happened. So uh, I, I mean, we have robots in some sorts, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> Boston Dynamics has created a robot that can do backflips. So I think that's what? That's pretty cool. What the fuck? They're terrifying. They're terrifying. <laughs> um. But I, I want to go back to uh, what you were talking about, about being an Alvin and the Chipmunks, the squeakle. Now, how did that happen? How did that come about? Because I want to know, because you are a semi-famous actor slash photographer. <laughs> how, how did that come about? How, I mean, how, how did you even get that extra role, you know? Um, yeah, no, I am, uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's literally, I, so I moved to California, um, Southern California, the LA area for college in like 2005. Mm -hmm. I, um, it's, it's just, it's that LA, that LA story, you know, I went <laughs> there and then I was in a recording program, uh, doing recording art. So I was learning to be an audio engineer and, mm -hmm. um, and taking all these classes for that. And they had this thing, this com or not a company, but like a group called, um, the recording academy and they're the people who put on the grammys every year so um they had this college age program called grammy u mm -hmm. uh for anyone who was in a recording program they or any sort of music recording school whatever you could join this thing called grammy u it was 25 bucks a year you when you remember you could they invited you to all these cool like insider things so i got to do like a up close and personal with Mel Brooks. He like talked to, wow. we did like, it was at this cool place and uh, this close to meeting him. I almost mm -hmm. got to shake his hand, but his PR guy was like, we got to get him out of here. And so uh, I was like, that close. Wow. Um, but I did like a, a sound check with like Jason Mraz and Jack's mm -hmm. mannequin. Um, so like really cool, cool stuff. Um, cool stories that, that came from that. But one day they sent out an email that was like an open casting call. They're like, Hey, we are casting musicians 
to play the band members in the upcoming album, the Chipmunks movie, the, you know, the, the, the sequel to the first album, the Chipmunks movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that interests you, send a video of yourself playing your instrument and send a headshot in. And so I took a, a shitty headshot with this stupid little camera that I had. It was horrible. <laughs> the guy who like got us the job, he was talking to us afterwards, who at this point is his name is his his name is Mike Knobloch. He's a super cool dude. But mm-hmm. at this point, he is the president of film music at Universal, NBC Universal. Wow. Um, and he yeah, so he was the guy who kind of like got us the in um, for this this Grammy U you know open casting call gig. Um, but I took a video of myself playing bass to to Katy Perry's Hot and Cold. Um, did this really cool kick at the end and. Uh, He's like the guy who like got us. He's like, you're lucky that I made them watch that whole video because that kick is what got you the gig. And I'm like, yes, I will always do that <laughs> kick in any scene ever. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, so um, got a call. They're like, hey, do you want to be in the movie? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to be in the movie. Um, we were supposed to go in and it was like, there's this whole, like we have like a whole like band that that came together to pretend to play we we came for this one scene um which is like the first scene that that we're we're all in and uh we basically were supposed to shoot this one scene and they liked us so much they liked our chemistry so much they're like hey do you guys want to just be the band for the rest of the movie and we're like fuck yeah we want to be the band for the rest of the movie so (laughs) we were supposed to uh we were supposed to shoot from uh, I think it was just supposed to be three days and it was supposed to be one scene. And then from there we shot for three weeks and we're in like a total of like five scenes in the movie. So wow. um, yeah, so it was really cool. And I'm, I'm still in touch with like a lot of the the people who were in the bands. And um, one of the dude was actually from Parker, Colorado and he was oh, out wow. there. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it's, it's, it was a, it was a really cool experience um, pretending to play bass with you know nothing there but thinking that hey there's little tiny chipmunks there that we have to pretend that they're actually there so mm. that's crazy yeah. that's kind of a letdown when movie magic happens and you're just like there you're like oh yeah i'm gonna need to trip that so you're like oh <laughs> never yeah. mind they're not real <laughs> like, oh, it's okay. i mean it's really funny because it, it i mean it's pretty cool because you did get to see like kind of a behind the scenes and how they do it so mm-hmm. they do like three shots total they um they set up these things they're the little stuffed animals that are the same size and proportion of what the chipmunks would look like on screen so they'll do uh, a stuffy take is what they're calling it and it's stuff which (laughs) just sounds really dirty actually at this point (laughs) but um so they do a stuffy take and then they take the stuffed animals away and then they do the actual take and and that's with nothing there at all. So now we have kind of like a visual point for where these, you know, chipettes are going to be. And then after that, they do a take with like this big metal ball that they put where the chipmunks are. Mm-hmm. And then that's for like all the light reflections so that they can pinpoint where the light sources are so that when they light these digital creatures, they're doing it accurately. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool movie magic. Um, but also, yeah, I was super, super disappointed that I didn't get to meet the actual chipmunks. <laughs> It'd be like a, it's a lifelong dream. That it's just like it's never gonna happen. <laughs> never gonna happen. But uh, I can you, say that I'm in a movie with Justin Long and Amy Poehler and mm-hmm. Christina Applegate. Um, even though they don't know it, 
I know it, and that's good enough for me, you know? <laughs> I was about to ask, you, you never met, like, the actors or anybody, huh? You just, like, did your thing, went off, and, and whatnot, or? So, I did meet the, like, live, the live action actors. I met, um, let's see, I met David Cross, which mm-hmm. is really cool. He's super cool. Um, he plays, or, um, yeah, that's his name, David Cross, right? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays Ian, um... Yeah, yeah, he plays Ian, I think, I don't know. Anyway, so I met him. I met Zachary Levi, uh, mm-hmm. who was really, really cool. I met Angela Johnson, also mm-hmm. really awesome person. Um, and they, I mean, we were just all hanging out on set together. I met like one of the girls who was like an extra was end up being this like big Disney star at this at some point. And oh, uh, wow. so I, I met her, but who was it? It wasn't <laughs> Well, I was, I don't know, I can't even remember what her name is, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, I mostly just hung out with the band, like, we had our own trailer, so we got to just chill in the trailer all day, and we, like, would, we made stupid games, um, to occupy our times, like, there was a partition in between the, our two, like, trailer, it was a big trailer, and then you could partition it in half, and so, half the band would be on one side, and half the band would be on the other, and then we would play Spot the Difference, so we would sit there and we would all be in one pose and then we'd close the partition and then we'd change five things about one part of the room and then we'd open the partition and then the other team would have to guess what we changed. So, and we were just getting paid to do that, which is just absolutely stupid. But, you know, I still get a residual check every year for Mm. the money that it makes from streaming and all that stuff. It's, it's... It was the most lucrative job I've ever had as far as like the amount of time that I put into it. And Mm. it's stupid that people in movies make that much money, but what are you going to do? And, you know, try to get in one, I guess. (laughs) That's cool though, that you get like money from like the movies. So like that came out like back in what, like 20. I think it came out in 2009. Really? Um, Is that that long? (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. I think it's been out for like more than 10 years. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. And it's, you know, it's not like I'm getting like thousands and thousands of dollars, but I'm sure at some point I'm going to get like a check for like 33 cents. So, um, everything won't be as fun to celebrate, but I think that's, that's really cool though. You got to experience that and, you know, be an actual like movie and stuff. Cause like when I remember you like posted that picture on Twitter, I just had to like, wait, what is he talking about? (laughs) Yeah. what? Like, yeah. So like, yeah, no, it's go ahead. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's funny because like you you hear all these stories of like oh people move to LA to become an actor and become actresses <laughs> and and you think like how many people are doing that and then I went there and I experienced that and I wasn't even like trying to be an actor mm-hmm. and somehow I found my way into like background acting and I so I after I did the chipmunks thing I found this agency that like books you for background acting gigs so I was in like a couple episodes of like CSI I was like CSI oh, wow. Las Vegas CSI New York I was in an episode of Glee I was in a Kesha music video I was in like what? so like I, it was just like I don't know I guess I got nothing else to do might as well sign up for this and they just started booking me gigs so yeah I mean it's possible wow. if you're if you're listening and your dream is to go to LA to uh, to become an actor, do it. It's not that difficult, I guess. <laughs> wow. 
Casey. No, but I mean, I, I do have some friends that are actors and like to become like something really good, like it's definitely an effort, but yeah, background acting was super fun and easy to sign up for, so. You were also in Glee, wow. <laughs> Yeah, that one. I was I was in like a a crowd. I was in the crowd at like a basketball game. I think yeah. it was like one of the season premieres or the season at like closers. There was like people on stilts, and it was this huge musical number. So, mm-hmm. um, I was just in the crowd on that. So yeah, nothing nothing spectacular. Um, I did play keyboard for Rita Ora in an episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero once, but say what. Um, you could only see me for like a split second. So oh my God. I'm, now I'm going to have to like go through your IDMP page and just like. <laughs> I know. I, oh, unfortunately, I'm only credited for Alvin the Chipmunks. And then I did sound for um, this like high school. Um, it was like kind of like a high school musical knockoff, but it was like Street Fighter High School. So it was like Street Fighter High, the musical. Um, and I edited some songs for that. So that's on my, my IMD page as well, IMDB page. Um, but yeah, if you want to see me, I'm in the Kesha music video for Blah 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 with 303 with our boys. Woo, the boys. Yeah, woo, 303. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I, um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, living that LA dream. Wow. That- Dude, I mean, like, now since you mentioned Kesha, now I'm going to watch that video and just do like, I'm gonna spot. I'm gonna spot Casey. <laughs> I had I had longer hair and I was wearing a blue plaid like button up t-shirt oh, thing. Shit. We're talking like so, neon pop punk stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll you'll see it. I'm I'm stick out like a sore thumb. That's for sure. <laughs> so what what instruments do you play then? You play bass. And... I play bass. I play guitar. I play a little bit of piano. Um, mm-hmm. in the sense that I know what chords are and I can make chords on a piano and I can play chords rhythmically mm-hmm. but that's about the extent of that um but yeah I sing I you know play a little bit of, I, I can play a beat on the drum you know mm-hmm. the drums I'm a little bit of everything but not like that's my middle name is perfect because Casey Jack I'm kind of like a jack of all trades I'm a jack of all instruments <laughs> I play a lot of instruments all right but mm-hmm. i don't play one particular instrument like really well so but you know you know like each one which is really cool so yeah yeah so have you been in any other bands besides like the coast is ours like musically like uh yeah i actually i was in a band called theoria um mm-hmm. in college um back in my uh my christian rocker days <laughs> um nice. We, uh, yeah, we, I went, um, that's, that's a whole, that's a whole different story um, of <laughs> my, uh, my faith background. I went to like a super Christian college um, and uh, met some really cool guys and we made a band called Theoria mm-hmm. and we, um, we are, the guy who recorded our album, his name is Saki, Saki Lu. Um, he's a super cool dude. He's actually the producer for all of um five iron frenzy and uh all of like reese roper's musical endeavors um big yeah big christian like audio engineer so we like got this awesome hookup because our our guitar player was his uh his intern for a while but um yeah so we we recorded an album with a really great audio engineer had a really cool uh, experience with that we toured um did two tours one through colorado and nebraska back to california and then one we did like a full-on Started in Southern California, went up to Washington, went across to New York, down to Florida, all the way and everything in between. So um, that was that was probably my most like authentic 
on the road gigging type band experience. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, so that was, that's pretty much the only other band I've been in. Um, do some, you know, some stuff on my own and recording stuff on my own. But uh, other than that, yeah, just those two bands. That's Both pretty cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you are definitely like a jack of all trades. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I know. I know. It works. I'm like, you know, photography. Yeah, you got it. You you need a song recorded? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I, how, so how does it feel like the difference between like being on stage and then like now since like you do more photography now, like how, I mean, how does that feel like when you're like at a show, like you're like taking pictures, you're like, Oh, uh, press this button, then it'll work or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's interesting because like I kind of have like several different perspectives of it because mm-hmm. I love playing shows. Like that that's one of my like all time favorite things is getting up on stage and like just singing my heart out with like with a, a group of people who I just really really jam well with, and mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's one of those things that I'm like, oh, this is cool. But I kind of wish that I was, you know, playing, um, but also I'm very content, you know, kind of slinking to the back and taking pictures of like crowd with their hands up. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, so it's like, a, it's a lot of different, uh, different perspectives and different experiences. Um, because also I, I just like going to shows too. So like, there's times when I just want to go and enjoy a show without, you know, taking pictures or without, you know, worrying about anything like that. And then there's that voice in the back of my head that's like, oh man listen to the the audio the audio they could really mix it differently or you know think about how i would have done it it's like brain shut up i just want to listen to this band the sound guy's doing great don't worry about it um but uh yeah so you're just like when you like brain shuts off you're like you're doing great sweetie (laughs) (laughs) Just, just just take a little just take a breather you just take a breather you're gonna be fine let, let's just enjoy the show without you overthinking everything. <laughs> so uh, do you take uh, do you take pictures with your phone at all when you're at shows or do you just like, oh no, my camera's way better? Like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's difficult at this point. Like there's times when I like I when I'm at just at a show and I'm like I didn't bring any of my camera stuff. I'm just trying to enjoy the show and I'm like, oh shit. This would have been a really good point to have a camera. And so I'll try to like work with like portrait mode and, and try to work with like the low lighting and they never turn out how I want them to. So at mm-hmm. this point, I kind of, I'll maybe I'll try to, to bring my phone up for a little bit and take a couple pictures, but nine times out of 10, I don't get anything that I'm even halfway satisfied with. So, because mm-hmm. I know like pictures like on phones are like completely different, like than on like the actual camera. Like, I mean, I take a lot of pictures at shows, and, like, you know, you look at the picture on the phone, you're like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that's a great picture, and then, like, when an actual photographer takes it, you're like, oh, that's, like, really professional. <laughs> so, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, well, it's funny, because there's some people who can actually, like, really, really work an iPhone camera so well that you're like, damn, that is, there's no way that you took that with a, with a phone, and they're like, yep, that's what I do, because I'm really good at taking pictures with a phone, and it's like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I feel like for me, when it, when it comes down to it, when I take pictures on my phone at concerts, it's more like for the memory to like, you know, capture, th- I want to make sure I can remember this moment and remember like what this looks like and remember the color of the lights and remember what the, the band was wearing. And, mm-hmm. um, and so they, it's like those kind of pictures are, are memories to, to save. And then 
with with you know a camera that's actually capable of taking pictures in lower light or you know with with different light sources and and being able to to capture things better mm. you can it's i mean you can just tell that the, the it's it's shot from you know for a different purpose it's not mm. just for the memory it's for the quality it's for the content it's for you know the art of it um so yeah so i think there's there's a there's different you're shooting for different reasons i think mm. Have you uh, have you heard of people like selling like pictures like off their phone and claiming that they're like a photographer <laughs> and all that stuff? I I have not heard of any specific cases, but that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. it, well, because like I know like I know uh, I seen a tweet like a while back, and like I felt kind of bad because I'm like, oh, I take pictures at shows and they're great. Well, I'm not a photographer, but I guess like. Some people were saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'm selling this picture from my phone. I'm like, I mean, that probably looks terrible when it prints out. <laughs> yeah. And, that's, and like I said, there's some people who might be able to really work a camera, like a phone camera, very well. But I think that more often than not, it's mm -hmm. probably not the case. <laughs> so what uh, what cameras do you use? Like what, what brand? What uh, What's the equipment that you use for shows and all that? Um, I personally am a Canon guy myself. I like mm -hmm. Canon cameras. Um, I learned on a Canon. I have actually the, so the, the camera that I learned on was one that my work had and then I ended up buying from them um, a couple months ago. Um, that's the, uh, the Canon EOS or EOS, I think, I don't know, I don't know. That's the, mm -hmm. the 5D Mark III. Um, it's, it's a little bit older. I think it's, I think it was released in 2012. Um, so it's a few years old, but every time I take it out for pictures, the pictures that I get from it are just really, really awesome. The colors on it, some, for some reason, they pop in a different way than, than you know, my, my other camera. Um, but the other camera that I use is the, uh, the EOS R, um, which is Canon's first, like, mirrorless. Um, like, so it's not technically a DSLR, but um, their, their first mirrorless, like, professional camera um, and I love it. You can you can get really really low light, um, really really good quality pictures in low lighting because it's mirrorless, mm. um, and because of technology that's in it. So that's that was one of my biggest like things going into like buying a new camera. I'm like, what do I want to make sure that I'm able to take dope photos in really low lighting because I don't know what venues out there have what kind of lighting, and a lot of venues have picked it up. I will say, like Lost Lake that place had like little PBR Christmas lights at some point yeah. that were like, what are you supposed to do as a photographer from here? And they stepped it up. They got like some dope lights in there now. So that's one of my favorite places to shoot now. Um, but yeah, so that was, that's, that's, I'm, I'm kind of a Canon guy through and through. I use Sony for a little bit, but mm -hmm. I just, I like Canon better. You know, I've never been to Lost Lakes. I don't know what the venue looks like. <laughs> it's so weird because it's this little place off Colfax that you're like, that looks like the most divey bar ever. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, I mean, I think it kind of was for a little bit, but um, it was always a really cool, you know, really cool place. I played a couple of shows there with the Cozazars and uh, it was always a, a dope venue. Um, but now it's like a really, really cool venue. Like they up their, their production game hard. Mm -hmm. So um yeah when things start opening up lost lake is is definitely one to to check out so is that your only favorite venue to shoot like do you have any other venues that you love just shooting for or 
Um, I mean, I, that's, that's one of my favorites. I really like, uh, the, I mean, the marquee's, the marquee's cool just because I, you, you can really get some dope, like, crowd shots with the marquee because it's so small and intimate and um, you kind of have to, to work around some, some lighting um, problems within that venue. But um, Summit was a really cool one to shoot. I, I really like that because you can, you can get a, anywhere that you can kind of climb up high and get higher above the crowd, like from, mm. from the, the, um, the walkways up top at Summit. Yeah. Um, those are always really fun to shoot from. So, um, but I think I like the smaller venues. I like shooting at smaller venues just because you can, you can, there you can get so much more emotion i feel from from not just from like the crowd but like from the the band members because they're just right there you know um, and you don't have to get that yeah you don't have to get that and like don't don't get me wrong like there's some like amazingly epic shots that are shot from like oh here i am as the photographer and then i'm looking at their feet at eye level and shooting up like straight up to get these artists um but uh, but yeah, so I think I, I think I like just shooting it at smaller to mid-sized venues a little bit a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the marquee though. I mean, like it's just like really in your face. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like, no man. no getting away. How do you um, have any problems like as a photographer, like uh, with like venues and stuff? Like you ever had like a malfunction or? um not really i the my biggest thing is like it's just always a oh sorry that's my dog she's probably <laughs> begging to be fed oh, um <laughs> she so um i i haven't really had too too many issues like other than having to change out lenses because i only had one camera but now i have two cameras now so Ooh. i'm i feel i feel like i'm unstoppable i feel like i can dual lens and and really you know divide and conquer um but uh but yeah so um yeah i think i think that that's pretty much it <laughs> that's awesome i uh for anybody that's listening he has two dogs <laughs> i do i do have two dogs this is um riley is on my lap right now and herman is over here oh. herman really really hates guitar so oh, it's been what? difficult to to play because he i think the high strings make it like really ring in his mm. ear i think so um so but yeah a little chew pups. I like them. I was like, oh, hey, oh my god, <laughs> dude. I mean, I absolutely love animals, man. I mean, like, I love dogs too. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. I have a, a weakness for for dogs. Um, I have at one point had four dogs. Um, mm. in in the the same house as me. So that was that was really fun. But I yeah, nice. I love them. I uh. For photographing, um, there's a lot of photographers in Colorado. You got like Shannon Shoemaker, mm-hmm. you got um, Justin Urban. Um, have you ever like mm-hmm. uh, crossed those uh, guys in like the pit and you know became good friends with them, or you just you just see them at shows like oh hey and just like take pictures? Yeah, no, it's it's kind of interesting um, because I feel like well one because i i know a lot of them from from you know playing in the coastazars and playing in other bands um mm-hmm. well not in other bands but playing playing in the scene um and having them take pictures of me mm-hmm. had, that was one way to to kind of really kind of get to know them and to to kind of you know understand how fucking talented they are yeah, um but yeah but no so i've i've run into a couple a couple uh, different photographers at 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 shows and um 
but uh, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of am, am at this point where I kind of feel not like, cause I've come into the, the photography game. So, so like late in the game, I feel I'm like, I don't really, not that I'm like not friends with them, but I just, I feel like I've already had these like established friends groups mm-hmm. from playing in bands, from like hanging out in bands. And so like, I'm mostly hanging out with the bands instead of hanging out with the photographers. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Cause, Cause I know like, I haven't really talked to Shannon or Justin or anybody like since the pandemic, but like, I'm kind of glad mm-hmm. that I brought you on the show. Cause like you're actually the first like photographer slash musician slash <laughs> <laughs> slash all the other things it's crazy um what uh what music has you have you been listening to during this pandemic what's what you've been jamming um yeah no i am uh i am i'm really not adding to the whole like pandemic depression thing because i've just <laughs> been listening to phoebe bridgers pretty much like non-stop <laughs> like all all that I, I'm like Phoebe Bridgers or Phoebe Bridgers radio. And so, you know, Phoebe Bridgers adjacent, that's kind of been my, uh, my go-to over the last couple months. Um, that's uh, yeah. I, 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 I kind of do that where I go through these like phases. Like I went through like a really heavy, like hip hop phase where like all <laughs> I listened to was hip hop and like different, different rappers and like really, really got into that. And then I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to listen to really sad you know indie indie folksy you know rock music um that sounds that sounds good and so yeah um but uh, i mean i always i always dip into my pop punk favorites and emo favorites so those are those are on a constant rotation dude Phoebe bridges is like amazing (laughs) like i i uh, like the more i listen to her as well and the more i like get to know like her personality as like a performer and as a as a musician i'm just like this is what I want. This is all that I want for music to be ever for the rest of time, please. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I, she's awesome. I, uh, I, uh, actually, you know, when I was looking through Twitter, I think it was like a few weeks ago and I just realized that she was on Playboy and I was like, what? Like that, now this girl is the badass. (laughs) what wait for what did it say i think you cut out right right when you said it so she's so she is on uh one of the playboy like articles or something like that um and she's just yeah i was just like what (laughs) i saw that i was like how badass is that like to just be like oh yeah i think i'm gonna promote my album on playboy yeah cool (laughs) so yeah she owned that that was uh that was cool I think it's cool though, because like you know, they're they're tasteful photos too. They're not like you know anything mm-hmm. that you would see in actual Playboy. Like they're just like really cool photos, and you're like, now that is sick. <laughs> you you know you you see an artist, and you know that they're they're fully capable of, you know, promoting promoting their art in in the best way possible, and I think it works. So it's, yeah, do it's it. Cool. Just do it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So what uh, What TV shows and movies you've been watching as well? I know you're a, a Westworld fan. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I do love Westworld, although I kind of fell off this last season. I was, no, I was fuck, watching bro? it and I'm just like, <laughs> I felt like I'm like, where, what is happening? I was like, I felt like I was just lost a lot of the time. Um, but, uh, but no, I've, I'm, I really... I watch way too much TV, especially like now that I'm not going out or doing anything. Um, I really, I really, really love 
this uh, new show on Hulu called Solar Opposites. I don't Ooh, know okay. if you have watched it. Yeah. Um, it's Justin Roiland, who is, you know, half the, uh, the brains behind um, Rick and Morty. They have, he has this new show about this alien family who crash lands on Earth and has to live their lives as aliens on Earth. And it's mm. hilarious. And I think it's like, for, for anyone who's like against Rick and Morty, I hear you. I understand. I personally like that show. But I think it, you know, I it gets hate from understandable sources, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this show is not just like Rick and Morty 2.0. It's like a completely different, it's completely different humor, like mm-hmm. similar kind of timing and similar, similar style kind of improv um, voiceover work. But um they uh it's it's just so fun one of the funniest things i think about it is that they have this device it's like a it's like a plot device that is genius and it's just it's the wall they have a wall in their house Mm. that's like a big like hamster terrarium that takes up the side the whole size of their wall and they shrink people they shrink humans and they put them in this wall and so you have this this wall that has now developed like an entire like ecosystem and sub like the society and like there's people who live at the top and they're like this top tiered people and you have the like you know the more you go down the more impoverished people get and it's this like really really interesting plot device that they just jump in and out of throughout the episodes. Wow, and it's it's so weird, but I love it. I so. Anyway, that's my endorsement of Solar Opposites. If you haven't watched it, if you aren't watching it, watch it. And that is recommended by Casey Jack, everybody. You got it. You, you heard it here first. Yeah, recommended TV shows on the, on the Copper Rocks Out show. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I, I have, I just, that's the thing also, maybe I just really like TV a lot because mm. there aren't that many shows or movies that I watch that I'm like, I would not recommend it. There's, yeah. There has been one recently that I was really disappointed by um, on Netflix, the movie Desperados. Um, I thought it was going to be really great because it's um, uh, Nassim Pedrad, I think. Oh, fuck, what's her name? Nassim Pedrad, I think is what her name is. And mm-hmm. so, um, and then Lamorne Morris, who they played Winston Bishop and... Uh, Allie in the show New Girl. Mm-hmm. So when Winston Winston and Allie are back in action and I thought it was gonna be so good, but it just mm-hmm. it let me down. It wasn't what? as good as I thought it was. I have not um, seen this yet. <laughs> yeah, check it out if you I mean maybe not. If you want to see a better one that I that I really did like, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's called Palm Springs, and that one has Andy Samberg mm-hmm. and Christina Milioti, okay. I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Um, yeah. They are in a really funny movie. It's like a time loop movie. They go to this wedding and they somehow end up in this infinite time loop. Um, so if you want to watch familiar faces in a really funny different rom-com type movie, I, I suggest Palm Springs. That's another endorsement from Casey Jack. You heard it here first. <laughs> Palm Springs on Hulu, thumbs up. Desperados on Netflix, not so much. <laughs> I think, you know, for the future episodes on the show, I think we should just have you as like, hey, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Then you're like, oh yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> I, I will do it. I watch so much stuff. Um, 
Unsolved Mysteries, the new series of Unsolved Mysteries. That's another certified thumbs up. Ooh, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. My, my girlfriend is very much into uh, um, murder mystery cases and like mm -hmm. she just, you know, so the first episode is this very intriguing, you know, story about this guy named Ray Rivera who apparently committed suicide, but everything around his suicide is weird and no one really knows what happened still. So if you like the original series, watch the updated series, thumbs up on, on Unsolved Mysteries. Um, and if you know what happened to Ray Rivera, reach out because we're Dude, we're still yes. we still have no idea <laughs> i'm i'm mind blown by this story though i mean like she just goes to the lake with her song and then just disappears like i'm like why how what what the <laughs> which with which, which one was that uh naya, naya rivera i think it is yeah, yeah naya rivera. oh uh, naya rivera yeah that was a that, okay that was a different story naya rivera was like an actual story that happened like the in recently this was unsolved mysteries like on netflix this is a, a story that happened ray rivera happened like years and years ago oh ray rivera oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not, they do kind of sound when you say it, Naya Rivera, Ray Rivera, Naya Rivera, they kind of, you know, they kind of blend into each other. Yeah, yeah. But that is, yeah, crazy. I like, it's so, and it's like, there's sometimes when you don't want to like, you know, over glorify a celebrity, but when a celebrity dies who was like so impactful on people, it's like, wow, damn, mm -hmm. that hits hard and in such a weird way. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. It, well, yeah. I, I thought it was weird when I first heard the story. I was just like, what? That that can't... I mean, dude, that show is cursed. So, like, I'm surprised that nothing has happened to you on Glee. Cause... <laughs> I know. I, like, don't... I don't even... I have said it. I was like, wow. All these people on Glee have mysteriously died. Or, like, I'm like, geez, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't, like, a main character. That I was just a, an extra in the show because I would be worried right now. I know. I'm just like, why? Why is everybody like? Well, I mean, I mean, there's like certain things that happen between like the actors, though, too. I mean, like, uh, the guy who played Puck was, um, watching child pornography, then he like killed himself. So I mean, that I mean, that that was kind of like whatever. But like, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, like Yikes. every every actor has like their story on how like that happened. But the Night of Zero one was. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. I was, I was just like, what? Um, so with the uh, being a photographer and all that, do you uh, do you have any advice on people that want to become a photographer in the scene or just a photographer in general? Like, what what do they need to do to get started? What uh, what process do they have to do? What steps do they have to take? Yeah, no, honestly, like my biggest piece of advice, like just get out and do it, like whether you're taking pictures like just to learn your camera just to learn how your camera works um just go out and take pictures take as many pictures as you can and then when you feel like you're comfortable enough to like take pictures for people ask bands if you can take pictures of them reach out to them if they're you know some of your favorite local bands if you know they're playing shows at, at local venues reach out to them and be like hey i'm a photographer i'd love to take photos of you no charge like just just want to get out there and start taking photos and i think that there's this really big kind of it's it's i don't know it's it's this controversy about about photographers and payment for photographers and and what's you know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and how to how to pay photographers and and what to do with the pictures once you get them there's there's like this whole etiquette on it and uh not many people really know it um and and it's kind of different from photographer to photographer Mm -hmm. um 
but I think if you if you feel like you are at a place where you like for me I felt like for the for a while I'm like I don't really want to charge because I know I'm just learning I know that these pictures could be better if someone else took them um because I'm just kind of starting you know getting started um so I didn't really feel comfortable charging people at first um but uh but yeah I think don't worry so much about what you're getting out of it as far as like a return from from like either money wise or oh you know bands paying exposure that's like a whole joke like you can't pay the bills with exposure like thank you um <laughs> but but i would rather have money for my my services which i definitely is a valid argument um mm. but i think for people who are just starting off just worry about about doing it getting out there and doing it i i didn't I didn't really have any I didn't really take any classes or or do any kind of learning in that sense but I being an audio engineer um one of the biggest things for me is I really learned the physics of audio and the physics of sound mm. so sound waves and frequencies and how the ear works and how our 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 bodies interpret um different waves and and uh and it's really amazing actually how much of that information translates to photography mm. so when you're recording you know you're recording audio audio you're taking an analog signal like a, an analog sound wave or a guitar note or you know piano chords you're you're getting that analog sound and you're somehow converting it into a digital form right mm. yeah. so that you can go on your computer so that's basically all you're doing with photography is you're taking an analog image of, of you know, your actual light waves and the things that you see in front of you and you're transmitting it onto a digital, you know, image. So, so the technology kind of, the concepts really follow through on that. And so uh, that, that helped me personally, but I can't really, I can't really recommend anyone become an audio engineer and then a photographer. So, um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like two separate things. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say though, it's, it might be kind of boring, but like learn the physics of light, learn mm -hmm. how light works. Like if you know how light works, you can figure out how your camera works with light. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, go out there and shoot and learn how light works. Oh yeah, my two pieces of advice. I think that I think that's a pretty cool advice because I know like you're on TikTok. Uh, I don't know if you uploaded any new videos or whatnot, but I mm -hmm. think it's really cool how you like explain like, you know, how you do the lighting and how you work with your camera. Like, I mean, I think that's really cool. I mean, I think you should do you should do more video tutorials or something. <laughs> I want to like I've those that one those have been really fun. I want to uh, I want to do more of those. I'm but I'm at a point where I'm like, what other what other tutorials can I do? And so that's, that's my thing. Like, what can I teach people that I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of just learning this stuff myself. So, right. Um, yeah, but no, those are fun. Those are, those are really fun. So, yeah, I, I think those are pretty cool. And I think, uh, what is your TikTok username? It's like, is it just Casey Jack? <laughs> no, TikTok and Twitter are the two social medias. Oh, um, they're the two social medias that I could not get the at Casey Jack. Uh, it's just that's it. they are the bane of my existence so I had to I had to switch it up and because I felt like my name got jacked um <laughs> it's Casey underscore jacked oh so yeah. Casey Casey yeah. underscore and I'm like please don't think that I'm like yeah I'm jacked I'm like yeah I'm super <laughs> fucking ripped no uh not me I 
I, I, my gym at my apartment is literally right down the hall for me. I've lived here for over a year and I've gone to the gym like three times. So not jacked in that way. I just, I feel like my identity, my digital identity and brand was jacked mm -hmm. by people who don't even use TikTok or Twitter anymore. The person who has at Casey Jack on Twitter has not been on Twitter for like years. I check, I check regularly. Really? And it's just disappointing. It seems like you're very <laughs> impressive in that. You're like, I, I every day when I wake up. <laughs> you know, it's, I, I feel like being the marketing manager for my company has really taught me a lot about the importance of branding and knowing your brand and being true to your brand. And I feel like I've really created a brand out of Casey Jack. And it just bothers me so much that I can't have that on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Really, it's Twitter that I that bugs me. TikTok, I'm okay with, but Twitter is the one that I'm like, oh, I want that. <laughs> you're like, I must have this username. <laughs> so at Casey Jack, if you're listening on Twitter, just dude, I don't. I'll, I'll pay you fifty bucks for it. Like, just I just want this brand bad. <laughs> he, he wants to be. He wants to his brand, and he wants to be sponsored by Twitter. Oh, what? <laughs> you know, I just. Things, the things in life. I, I'm not asking for a lot. I'm really not. I feel. Have you ever thought about uh, verifying yourself on Twitter? Um, I have. I think I've tried to verify myself on a couple platforms, and obviously, it has not taken the the only one that I had kind of a chance on was Vine, but then it died, and oh, yeah. so huh, that's it was so disappointing. I got on Vine when it was like one of like it was like brand new, like within the first couple of weeks of it being released. And so I started following people who were like majorly famous now. And we were mm -hmm. all like in this little fun content creating group. Um, but they all got famous and I didn't. So that's, <laughs> that's also, that might be the name of my biography is all my friends are famous. Um, because I, I've, I've, a lot of people around me have, have blown up. Um, from college, the, do you have, you, do you know, Miranda sings on YouTube? Yes, I love Miranda Sings. <laughs> yeah, she had a show on Netflix called Haters Back Off. Yeah. Um, I went to college with Colleen. I'm actually really? the very first, the very first comment on Miranda Sings YouTube video. So oh. um her very first video, her very first comment. Um, that's another one that I feel really proud of. Um put on my resume uh first Miranda <laughs> Sings comment ever and it was funny because when the tv when the show came out on Netflix mm -hmm. everyone was like I wonder who her first comment was and so yeah. people spent like hours scrolling back through all of these comments to find the first comment and then they were like hey congratulations I scrolled for four hours and found that you were the first comment I was yeah, like hey hours. thanks <laughs> thanks for doing that for me wow four hours is that wow that's that's a lot of comments yeah <laughs> So like, yeah, damn. that's pretty cool. Miranda <laughs> scenes. Wow. I I I uh didn't they end that show recently? I I don't know if they're they spoken. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it only got uh, two seasons. That's a shame. That's actually really cool though. I mean, like you do know like a lot of famous, semi-famous people, <laughs> which is pretty cool. No, they're they're all around me, and it never it never really seemed to hit. Album the Chipmunks was the biggest thing for me, and you know <laughs> I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong, I. I'm grateful for the experience. Um, mm -hmm. It's 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 maybe the the biggest humble brag ever. Mm -hmm. Not because it, it's just because it keeps me humble. I'm like, yeah, I was in a movie. I was totally in a movie. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, what movie? I'm like, the Squeakquel. Yeah, <laughs> Alvin of the Chipmunks. It's a kids movie. You may have heard of it. I don't know. 
but um, yeah, it keeps me in check. Uh, makes me feel like, you know, you can, you can be, feel, feel cool and feel good about being in a movie, but also know that it was just the Chipmunks movie. So, <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it's a story that we're going to just talk about forever now. Like if I like, if I like see you at Jessica's parties or something, I'm just going to be like, yo, Chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, I, I hope that it's, it's a story that sticks around a while. I hope more people watch the movie because of this podcast. Um, I, I really hope for the sake of my residual check Nick next year that you check out Alvin the Chipmunks of Squeakwool. I play bass. Really, you can only see me in hot and cold. That's, that's one of the best face shots of me. Um, and then kind of towards the end. But hey, that's me. So <laughs> hey well you know now you know it's casey jack on the kyle rocks out show casey do you uh have any of the handles that you can give a uh give out today like where to find you and how to find you <laughs> yeah yeah no on uh, on facebook and instagram it's just casey jack um at casey jack on instagram facebook.com backslash casey jack that takes you to my photography page um, my Instagram is kind of, it's my photography page slash my life page. I don't really differentiate between the two. Um, and then on Twitter at Casey underscore jacked, um, J A C K E D. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can find up. me. He's jacked up y'all. I'm <laughs> jacked. He's jacked. Up. jacked. Uh, yeah. That's dope, man. <laughs> well, Hey dude, uh, we're going to wrap it up. It's Casey Jack on the Kyle rocks out show. Casey, I appreciate you being on the show. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm stoked to see uh, to see where this podcast is going. You're uh, you're really you're really pushing for it hard, and, and I think uh, a lot of people who who put the put the effort in see uh, see the reward. So I'm I'm uh, I'm hoping that the exposure for the show gets up, and and uh, you can you can get some some actual famous people on here, not just you know. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a like a like a Q or an R list celebrity like not even A list not a B list keep mm-hmm. going down to like Q or R list so oh, hopefully yeah. hopefully you can get some uh, some some uh, dear dear E you know D or E list celebrities at least you know <laughs> yeah hell yeah hell yeah no dude thanks so much man I I appreciate it like I I I've been having fun with this and and all that like it's been fun so far uh you know the first episode with jessica like really took the cake so <laughs> i was like oh, yeah, yeah doing it that's awesome man cool well thank that's you awesome. for having me i i've uh, i've had fun discussing a lot of my weird life with you <laughs> and that was casey jack make sure you follow him on instagram and twitter and um, he's always doing great things this has been the kyle rocks out show uh make sure to subscribe or follow so you can get new episodes instantly uh, and I appreciate you guys always listening. Um, if you want to give me some feedback, go to out 21 at yahoo.com. Send me your email on how I'm doing. Um, I would love to hear some feedback, um, negative or positive. Uh, no matter what, no matter what you say, I will take that in for your input. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next time on the Kyle Rocks Out Show.